order, order! This court has found you guilty of being mean to dogs, cats, ferrets, rabbits, and every other one of the cutest animals under God's blue sky. Do you have anything to say for yourself? Don't forget about honors! I only did it because I was listening to Locals Barbershop after hours. I didn't know what I was doing. I swear! Silence! I've heard just about all I care to hear out of that slick, talking, Yankee mouth of yours. This court said it is you to dare. This is too easy, Bonesaw. Listening to locals barbershop after hours will cause you to be mean to animals. Don't forget the elderly. Animals and the elderly. You gotta be a real monster to listen to that show, Daniel. If you are an inhuman monster who is mean to animals and the elderly, listen to Locals Barbershop After Hours at JabroniU.com. If you are not an inhuman monster who is mean to animals and the elderly, listen to New Jabroni Pro Wrestling at JabroniU.com. Attention, students. The Jabroni University Network is now in session. Please make your way to class. What is that? The future of radio, you jabronis. Coming to you from Fabulous Studio B Plus in Brayton, Florida, it's New Jabroni Pro Wrestling with me, Daniel Salorzno, and Heartless Jake Sterling. Yeah. What's going on? The Rainmaker Jake Sterling, master yeah. of the TKO. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm just messing with you. It looks it looks meaner when you do it anyway, because you, I say so. Yeah, there's a there's an emotional you know resonance when it's going on. Sonata just looks like he exists. Yeah, that's the that's the story of Sonata, I'd say. Well, we're uh, we're 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 back. Uh, Jake here's tagging in because Bone Saul's getting his federally mandated vacation time right now. So. Yeah, if uh, if Bonesaw is listening, I just want him to know that uh, I heard every single word he said about Finley. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cool, man. And and in and in case uh, and in case there's any words that you don't remember that he said, I'll I'll, I'll remember to fill you in on them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, uh, we got we got nights night uh, uh, eleven and twelve coming up, and uh, as I recall. Uh, you, you know, the, this this tournament has been, uh, while, while there have been four blocks, it has uh, very much been a uh, uh, A block, B block tournament in that, you know, the B block nights are uh, hit or miss, and then the, uh, you know, the A block nights are usually pretty good, but th- this, B, this B block night was, or rather C and D block night was uh, pretty good. Yeah. So. I think so. Yeah, we'll 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 get into it. Uh, let me let me do the uh, the the business here in the uh, front. 
For news and content updates, be sure to follow us on Instagram and threads at jwrestling and, of course, at jabroniwrestling.com. If you want merch, head over to our Threadless store at jabroniu.threadless.com. Listen, just go to the link tree, linktr.ee slash jwrestling. There's links for everything there, anything you can want. Uh, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen. You can do that from the link tree. And remember to give us the sweet Dave Meltzer five-star on your respective platform there. Bookmark us on Instagram or tell us how you feel directly at jabroniuwrestling at gmail.com. I'll, I'll send Jake Sterling after you if you don't. I don't recommend it. <laughs> he do, he does, to, to be clear, you don't recommend not sending an email. I if don't you have recommend any having me come after you. I don't recommend having me come after you, so I don't recommend it. <laughs> All right, let's let's start with a uh, 9/11 here. We're uh, we're at Takamatsu City General Ward. Night's kicking off with a Hikaleo and Kaito Kiyomiya. Uh, we'll we'll just we'll get right into the match. Just highlights here. Hikaleo picks up Kaito for a hot shot, and Kevin says, "No, don't drop him on the barricade." So he carries him over to hot shot him on a different part of the barricade. Oh God, it was brutal. It was brutal. He got all of it. I loved uh, I loved Kevin's audio issues too. He was letting everybody know everything that was going on the entire time. God, that was that was so fucking funny because he was he was he's like I want to be able to hear this. Okay, I was like, man, he sounds kind of uh, kind of legitimately annoyed. Except I know that he's not, but maybe just a little bit he was. He wasn't know. hiding anything. He was brutally arguing with some production people during the match. <laughs> oh God, yeah, it's. This is what happens when you pull back the curtains on your heroes, people. Kaito goes for multiple offenses in the quarter, which are met with a chop to the back of the neck, one to the chest, and one right in the face, and they're just all super loud. How does uh, what what what's it feel like when you get chopped in the back of the neck? You get, you get a lot of people that that do do that because I always like I always think like okay, it's one thing to get hit in the front, but when someone just like wax you on the back or like right in your fucking ear you know i actually don't think i've ever been chopped in the back but i've done it so i can say that my it didn't feel good on my hands so i can only imagine what their neck felt like <laughs> uh, kaito hits a missile drop kick to the leg he disabled uh he disabled earlier with a dragon screw leg whip i just i, I like targeting i like targeting spots on the body so i wrote it down Tiger Suplex on Hikaleo gets a large round of applause. Uh, very impressive because he's gigantic. Yeah, he's a big boy. Choke slam reversed into a Hurricane Rana, and then power slam, choke slam. Hikaleo wins in nine minutes forty six seconds. Uh, my boy is looking better every single night, man. His power slams yeah. are devastating. I am really quickly becoming a huge Hikaleo fan. Like, I, I, he got on my radar when a. Uh, when they came to uh, St. Pete and he wrestled my boy Andy Brown. Oh, um, yeah. That's the first time I ever heard, heard of Piccolo. And um, he was, they, they had an awesome match. And it wasn't like a squash or anything. Like it was a great, it was actually a great match with a local guy. And so that's when I kind of, he kind of got on my radar. And like just the past couple of years and stuff with Jay White and now in this tournament, like he's a great big man, like all around. Yeah. And, and Andy Brown's really fucking good too, man. He's, yeah, he he's, is. He's so he's goddamn cool good. Dude. One of my best buddies. I have I had it on my bucket list uh, last year or the year before. Like my goals for the year, I wanted to wrestle Andy, and then he moved away. But right before he moved, we got to tag together one time. So I haven't got to work him, but we tagged once. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, he said he said he says he'll come down if someone pays his price and maybe send him a plane ticket. 
I think we got a better chance of getting Hikaleo. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, let's move on to Yoshihashi versus Great Okan. Okan sets up Yoshihashi up in the corner and blasts him in the back with two Mongolian chops and then hits him with the big sit. He's been yeah, making a big I, I, production of that. It's so fucking funny. I have uh, one note for this match right here. I wrote, <laughs> I could not care less about this match. <laughs> now, I've made it very clear in the past that Yoshihashi just does nothing for me. I don't know if it's just me or if it's like, maybe I don't know enough about his past or I don't know, but this dude is just there. Like he just exists for me. Uh, Ken- Kenta calls him Mr. Dullface. And that, yep. that's definitely part. He's he's been he's he's been very good in all of his matches so far. I would say that this is probably the uh, the maybe the lesser of all the matches that he's had so far. But I mean, like he's wrestled everyone in the in the B block, and everyone everyone else in the B block is great. So you got you know o- uh, o- Okada, El Fantasmo, uh, whoever the fuck else is in the B block. There's lots. There's lots of people there. Um. Any anyway. Uh, tai Chi. Yeah. Ta- oh, yeah. That. Yeah. The, his match with Tai Chi was really good. Tai Chi's growing on me. Yeah. T- uh, t- uh, tai Chi's been put on strong pr- uh, performance the entire time. Um, yeah. Uh, Os- Osprey. I, I don't know how I fucking forgot about that. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> uh. And, and as far as Great Okan is concerned, I. Uh, I'm I'm thinking maybe he's an acquired taste, or rather, it's uh, it's more rewarding to watch him as you find more stuff out about him. And yeah, so, I agree. Did uh, did you see any like any of the uh, the Twitter chronicles of him going to Las Vegas? Oh no, I did not. They're they're all hilarious. It's it's just him hanging out with women of the night and uh, <laughs> riding on a giant mechanical dick. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> but but then but then also like uh, dude's a legitimate hero. Like yeah, he, he saved some little girl or something, right? Right. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's almost it's like I kind of feel like that had this sort of weird like a hand, and they're like, you know what, United Empire's bad guys, but you know this guy's a legitimate hero, and people are like you know cheering him. So now they're in this weird wiener space and it's 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 whatever but he like every everyone's like i don't understand the mongolian chops and i'm like i i do they're fucking hilarious it's every every time he just he shrieks and it's ridiculous it's the shriek it's not the chop it's not the chop it's the shriek it, that's what everybody it's it's i was the shriek's good man <laughs> i can tell you it, it, he's certainly entertaining i just like I, it, it's it's hard to Imagine when they're sitting there around having, uh, you know, United Empire meetings. What what uh, what Hanare and Great Okan are talking about? Like, what do they have in common? <laughs> I th- I think maybe one of my kind of regrets in this G one is uh is that we didn't we didn't get to see o- o- Okan go against Hanare because, oh man, just from five years ago, Hanare has, is a fucking beast. And it, yeah, and it's fun. I didn't. I didn't write it down in the uh, post match comments on on night twelve. But he even said like he's like five years ago. I was a like, young boy with my own finger up my ass. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like it's like now I'm here and I'm fucking giant and angry and it's it's good. If you go back and you listen to the uh, 
the time I did the podcast, I, 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 it's, I guess it would have been last year, but that seems like too soon almost. But I remember talking with you guys and being, it was my first time seeing it. I was like, I, don't know, I was like, guys, who is this Sonari guy? He's incredible. And he just wasn't talked about. He was just one of the lower guys in the, in the G1. And, and now, like, I think he's, he's with the face tattoos and the look. And he dropped the Aaron, right? Because he used to be Aaron Hanari, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he got the Vince McMahon treatment. And, uh, <laughs> <he's just laughs> <now>. <laughs> all right. Let's, let's, get, let's keep moving on here. Yoshihashi blasts Okan with a big chop and gets another Mongolian chop for his trouble. There you go. Um, sheep killer, sleeper suplex, uh, Tenzon tombstone from Okan. He hit all three of them right in a row. It was good. Yoshiashi reverses the eliminator into a sky high DDT and big, big O just like hit it right on his head. It just went completely flat board. Yoshiashi power bombs Okan. I did not realize how big that guy is. Uh, Pop-up, Eliminator, Okan wins in 13 minutes and 50 seconds. Yoshihashi's eliminated from G1 Climax 33. Thank God. Goodbye. <laughs> Moving Good on. Chase Owens versus Red Narita. Now, I, I don't I don't know how much you've... Uh, have, have you been keeping Have you been keeping up with the tournament, or did you just kind of drop it for these couple no, of No, yeah, nights? yeah. I have, I have been. I have been. Dude, Chase Owens has been wrestling so well. Like, he really has, yeah. Like it's a uh, ah, he's he's just been wrestling re- really well, just really really economical high ring IQ shit. Where he's he's not hurting himself at all and inflicting a lot of pain, and it's it's very good. Yeah, I often like I love watching the G one to uh, get ideas for spots that I can do, and I have I have like a folder in my phone of like little clips that I'll take of like oh I gotta try this or maybe I do this blah blah. And I swear, fifty percent of them are Chase Owens matches. Like he just does the most clever things, and and they're always so simple. And he's this guy that you look at and and you at first glance you're like what the, what is this guy doing here in the G one? And then you watch him wrestle, and you're like oh no that's why. He's great. <laughs> Okay, so the first thing that happens is Chase is bugging Milano before the match starts because because Milano was late getting getting to the arena. Oh my god! Uh, Chase then tattles on Ren Narita for pulling his hair, and then turns around and blatantly drags him to the ground by by his hair. <laughs> he's, just, he's he's just doing shit like that. Uh. You're still a young lion. He screams at Renderita, and then Renderita beats the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, Ren's a beast. Uh, Neckbreaker from Chase over the second rope. It's shit like that. Uh, Chase yeah. Chase starts. I have that clip. <laughs> Chase starts lazily kicking Ren in the head. Uh, Ren hits him with a bunch of chops, and Chase jukes him in the throat. Uh. Ren goes for an exploder and Chase rolls him into a really nice pin. And uh, a lot of a lot of techers, a lot of techers from everyone in this in this tournament, like where you least suspect it, and from people that you that you don't suspect it from, like uh, Great O'Con, for example, just guy who, who does really really good mat work, but you don't realize it because you know maybe you're still trying to get past the Mongolian chop thing. So I, I don't know, but it's it's. The the, ba- the base is there. Uh, Ren 
Yeah, Ren goes for an exploder, Chase rolls him into a really nice pin. Uh, Ren, exploder with a bridge. Uh, it looked very, I, very good. I have good. that written down. Yeah. I have that written down. The bridge, the T-bone with the bridge was unbelievable. Yeah. Cobra twists, and Ren wins in nine minutes and eight seconds. Uh, Chase is now 100% eliminated. He he has no chance, unfortunately. I mean, we knew that was going to happen, but still. Oh, yeah. The, I thought that was an interesting finish. I, I mean, maybe I don't know a lot of uh, – I don't. I haven't watched a ton of Ren Narita's matches, but whenever you had him in the – he popped him in the uh, abdominal stretch and he tapped out, I kind of was caught off guard. <laughs> yeah. That's a new one for me. Yeah, I mean <laughs> – it's uh, I don't know. I, I guess I guess his thing is that he's Shibata Junior. Except that's explicitly what he's not trying to do. Even though he's not trying to do that by looking and wrestling exactly like Shibata. So I I, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it's but I mean every everyone is everyone is doubling down on calling them the 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 new three musketeers and all three of them hate it so everyone is like going like oh you don't like that let's continue to call you that over and over and over again yep and then it's like he he gets a bunch of shit for being shibata jr and shota umino gets a bunch of shit for being tanahashi jr oddly no hatred for suji because you know suji suji has a personality so i don't know we're moving on to El Fantasmo and Taichi. All right, El Fantasmo, uh, his, <laughs> his robe was black before, but now it's white. <laughs> Interesting little uh, a fun fact here. Um, when I got my when I my barber, when I went to my barber to change my hair a couple months back, I when he asked me what I wanted, I showed him a picture of El Fantasmo. <laughs> and that's what we're going with. El Fantasmo. I I loved the uh, I loved the Charlie Horse deep dive. All the lessons we got on what a Charlie Horse was in this match, that was great. <laughs> Kevin Kelly going deep and finally telling us that it was from the 1800s, the White Sox. That's what we needed. That's what we that's what we needed in this match. Uh, it 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 does it does happen right around this time in the tournament every year. Like Kevin just starts saying some out of pocket shit. I mean him him berating the sound guy is is already just like very very funny and then the these uh these factoids also like him chirping at Oscar Loibe who I'm almost certain is like not even like he's not really like he's not even part of this conversation like he just <laughs> isn't you know he's he's not even earshot of Kevin like I I'm certain of it there's that and the fact that he's like doing all these shows alone so it's just you know he's like I'll say whatever I want to I don't give a shit yeah, sometimes Kevin's so good too that like a lot of times I forget that he's by himself. Like I'll I'll sit there and be like, oh wait, yeah, it's just Kevin tonight. Yeah, it's I'm, you know the 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 times when we do the year end shows uh, at at JabroniU, which you know just de- depends on it's hard to get that many people together. But usually uh, we all, we always have announcer of the year, and it's usually Kevin Kelly. Yeah, how, how could it not be? Yeah, because I mean, because he's he's just he's so goddamn good, and I think like uh, I think if you compare it to like uh, the the way uh the way Premier League soccer is called, you know, it's not like he's not constantly talking, like he doesn't feel like he has to be constantly talking the whole time. He's just you know he 
ebbs and flows with the match gives you know gives moments time to breathe lets you absorb it like you're not being overloaded with information unless it's about charlie horses in which case in which case you're you know you're thankful that that you are yeah (laughs) now you know everything about charlie horses for the past 200 years El Fantasmo takes Taichi's microphone and surprise, it doesn't work. <laughs> he was just turned off. He turned it off. Yeah. They, they trade kicks and Taichi just just blasts him one. Just real, real hard. Taichi's kicks are always are always really good. El Fantasmo's second rope moonsault to the outside. El Fantasmo drags Taichi in front of the three biggest Taichi fans in the building and then blasts him in the chest. <laughs> Just... Oh, God, the Taichi fan club. <laughs> they also later uh, turn out to be uh, fans of, of someone else. I don't remember who, but I, I wrote a note down for it. El Fantasmo drags... Ta- okay, uh, El Fantasmo springboards into the ring and Taichi knocks him out of midair with a forearm. Mm, love that, yeah. Springboard crossbody to the lion salt. The the lion salt's really smooth. Usually hits the uh, the crossbody a little a little more, a little more better. But it's still that 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 co- that transition's just very good. Uh, these two are Gato clutching one another. Uh, it was very exciting. Trade trading pins at the end. El Fantasma hits a thrust kick to Taichi's face. Uh, Gato Clutch and El Fantasma wins in 13 minutes and 56 seconds, which fuck you, Taichi, because that's how he likes winning his matches. And uh, there's been a couple of people using somebody else's move to to win in their match, but yeah. Anyway, they I was I was a little shocked on the uh, ELP win here. I, d- I didn't see that coming, so that was cool. I think I think this is my match of the night. Okay, I think so. Uh, what, yeah, we can, uh, we can, we can open that up for discussion because I honestly couldn't remember what my match of the night was here. And I mean, maybe, maybe Okada and Kenta, usually it's whatever I have the most notes for, which I think ended up being Gabe Kidd and Sonata or okay. my, or, or my, or might've been, uh, uh, Su- Suji and, uh, Shota. Cause that, that one was really exciting too. They, I fell asleep halfway through Shota's entrance, so. <laughs> it is it's so very long it's it's what i what i know showed is next i i skip forward an extra four minutes and usually he's like just then getting into the ring so yep uh they they end the match with sportsmanship uh and the uh you had a really good match guitar wails softly in the background <clears throat> also this this is interesting because points wise um, El Fantasmo can, uh, El Fantasmo, uh, will make the file, will make the finals if he beats Will Ospreay, uh, on, on the next show, like, cause he'll have a tiebreaker over Osprey and they, he would have eight and Osprey would have eight. Who would Osprey make it to or no? No. So, so, so how it works is, uh, so, so, uh. It's it's the top it's the top two people in each block. Yeah. So we got so we yeah. got that o- Okada just count Okada in because he has more points. Um, so so what oh, happens okay. is when two people have the same amount of points, whoever whoever the, the, the tiebreaker is whoever beat the other person. 
So Elf, uh, so if El Phantasmo beats Will Ospreay, he will have eight points. Will Ospreay will still have eight points, but because El Phantasmo beat Will Ospreay, he oh, yeah. he's at the top of the he's at the top of the points list. I forgot Okada was in this block, so yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean it, it's a. I think we all just assume that it's gonna be Okada and Osprey at the end. O- Okada's already cemented his spot in, so he's no matter what happens, Okada's gonna gonna go to the go go to the finals. But okay, so uh, so I imagine El Fantasmo and Will Osprey is gonna be the the main event for for August fifth. Who does uh, Okada have next though? Tonga, right? Uh, yes, okay. I believe so. I can actually, I can look that up because I have the, uh, I have, I have the schedule here. I'm sitting here trying to remember like a chump. Yeah, uh, Okada has. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Uh, no, wait, no, I'm not looking at the wrong thing. For, it's gonna be in the where? Oh, what the fuck did they do here? They moved everything around. Is why? Oh wait, well I'm looking at a, I'm looking at the A block finals. That would help if I were looking at the right night. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okada's got Tongaloa. Okay. And 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 as I predicted, Phantasmo and Osprey is the main event because obviously it's everything's riding on that match for who gets that final spot there. So. Okay. So uh, I I love the idea of having El Phantasmo in the uh, in the finals. I you know I sincerely doubt that's going to happen. However, Shingo brings up some. Uh, interesting points in his uh, post-match comments on night 12 and this guy got me rethinking what I want to happen at the end of this tournament a little bit so let's keep moving on Gabe Kid Sonata uh, Gabe immediately starts tearing apart the barricades uh, threatening people in the crowd and chucking chairs across the arena you guys uh, made a comment in the last podcast about how um, you were talking about how boring or Hanada was, and you made a comment, something along the lines of, you know, maybe he's a wrestler's wrestler, and and wrestlers, I don't, and, and I can tell you that that's not the case. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are spot on. I don't understand this at all. I, I, I don't get it, dude. Just, he just he does he has one setting, and it's like, I feel like, I really feel like wrestling is an emotional affair. You know, and he like, uh, I don't know. He's he's like the Lacroix of wrestling, and just it's just TV static when I fucking see his matches. I I just I just don't get it. He just he doesn't. He's he's not mad. He's not happy. He's not sad. He's you know not excited. Like like he's I don't know. It's, he feels nothing, obviously. So I feel nothing when I watch him. It's it's just whatever. But Gabe yeah. Kidd, on the other hand, feels one emotion very acutely, and it's <laughs> blinding rage. Yeah. So blinding, in fact, that he managed to actually coax a good match out of Sonata. So <laughs> Sonata lifts his title belt up, and Kidd blasts him in the back of his head <laughs> with his own title belt. <laughs> I just I don't get why no one has uh, learned to not turn their back on him. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 talking from I'm talking from a uh, purely you know kayfabe point point of view. You'd you'd think they'd be like, uh, 
All right, this guy has been uh, jumping everybody. I better, you know, have eyes in the back of my head and certainly not turn my back on the guy. So, it's, it's yeah. If you if you, if sometimes so I was kind of like skipping through the entrances on this night to kind of just get through the matches and uh, I skipped. I skip, if you skip ten seconds too far before a Gabe Gabe Kid match, you're you're in the crowd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, uh, he breaks a chair over Sonata's head. <laughs> uh, he puts Sonata on the ropes and <laughs> pushes him out of the ring. And he just, just by like double slapping him in the chest, and he just tumbles out of the ring. He's, he, he did that in his, in his last match, and it's just, it's just very good, and it's just very mean. He's just trying to get Sonata to feel something. Yeah. <laughs> Game Kid is the new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Oh my god. <laughs> Just hoisting the belt up. Good job. I knew you could do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Marty Asami gets in his face for throwing the title belt out of the ring. <laughs> Which, you know, I, I at least I at least like that little that little touch. Like you can't disrespect the belt, even though everyone does it all the time. Like it's like he never saw Naito have one shred of a second of intercontinental title oh raid. Seriously. All right, Jesus. Uh, kid cannonballs Sonata into the chairs. Uh, not sure why these people are chanting for Sonata. <laughs> They're on the payroll. <laughs> well, excuse me, because the last Matt. The last match he had, like, at, like people were cheering for him because he's like one of the most exciting people in this tournament, uh, which is also like double good because like he's a bad guy. You're not supposed to be cheering for him. These these fucking people at Takamatsu are like, come on, Sonata. Like, why? He's not doing anything. Like, all my notes are they're gay just, kid notes. They're just fans of the single most charismatic faction in New Japan history. <laughs> it's just. Five guys. God, That's... I hate it so much. <laughs> A name only Sonata could have come up with, and somehow tight ta- somehow Taichi makes it work. <laughs> Everyone else can kick rocks. <laughs> I feel like there was like some kind of rib going on backstage where someone's like, "Hey, just all of Sonata's ideas, you have to say yes. To. <laughs> you have to say yes." No matter what it is. And they're just like, dude, he's going to call it just five guys. I don't care, man. You have to say yes. <laughs> All right, dude. It's just five guys then. Well, well, no. And, and, and also it's like, he's going to call it, he's going to call it just four guys. Cause it's, cause it's me and, and the four of us. And then uh, blah, 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 blah. And then I, I can't remember Sonata. Did, Sonata. did he join in afterwards or he joined before? Anyway, for the bit's sake, he's like, it's just four guys. And they're like, we're going to get a fifth guy. And he's like, okay, here, you know, we're not married to just four guys. You can come up with, with a better name. He's like, no, I got it. It's just five guys now. Oh my God. You did it again. Sonata. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gabe Kid bites Sonata in the face and he starts tapping. Gabe Kid wins. Nah, I'm joking. Sonata. Yeah, I'm upset here. <laughs> Sonata pile drives him on the floor. <laughs> that, that's when Sonata actually did something cool to match. Kid bites him on the top of the turnbuckles and then, and then hangs him up by. Hangs him up by his neck. I, I'm really, really enjoying that. 
Oh, I see you've got some uh, G1 threads there. Yeah. Uh, guess who gave me this? Oh, from last year. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old model, but I'll allow it. It's pretty fucking sweet, though. The guy who hooks me up with my G1 shirts isn't back yet, so... <laughs> Okay. <laughs> kid, let's see. Uh, kid, low, low blow. Hit, he hits him with a low blow. Spinning tombstone. Sonata kicks out. Kid whiffs the moonsault. Ouchie. Kid smacks Sonata on the back of the head. Gives him a straight right hand. Sonata kicks him in the balls on the way down. <laughs> so he, he fell. He fell down and hit hit him as he was. Which is, yeah, whatever. Shining Wizard with uh, Deadfall Sonata wins 12 minutes and 8 seconds. Finally a good Sonata match. Kid blasts the Young Lions, carrying him out of the arena. It was a pretty good match, but the one thing that was really hurting it was that Sonata was in it. Yeah, so. yeah agreed. Not match of the night. Let's uh, let's move on. Osprey Tongaloa. Tongaloa oh, messing with Osprey after the clean break, uh, not letting him get back in the ring. Just, uh, I have I have one note for this match. Oh, I have a couple, but my first note just says Will Osprey did his best. <laughs> <laughs> Tonga triple suplex into into a stall jackhammer. He held him up for a really long time, didn't he? Yeah. Great Osprey. Uh, great Osprey sell at the end of the uh, short punch sequence that they had. I don't remember what he did, but it was great, apparently. Osprey goes nuts, punching <laughs> T in the corner, and T punches him right in the face. A lot of... Yes, two strikes. Of, yeah, a lot of straight, straight right hands in this tournament, man. Like Osprey goes for a plancha, T nails him in the face on the way down. Osprey goes for an Oscutter off the barricade, and T uh, does something him into the... Uh, Oh, yeah, he chucks him into the first several rows. That's right. And then he uh, spears him for good measure. And God. That was well. The, 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 I thought the spear, the timing of the spear was really well executed. I agree. T lured Osprey into a trap. He spears Osprey right at the uh, ref's 19 count and beats Osprey by ring out in 15 minutes and 34 seconds. You know, Zack Sabre Jr would definitely approve of this. You got to beat Billy no brains with mental techers. And that's exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly what Tama, <laughs> Tonga Loa did this match. Even though Osprey. Yeah, the finish definitely caught me off guard. I, I was barely even paying attention. Cause I was like, Oh, I'm, Will's going to hop back in the ring at the last second. That was great. Yeah, no, great you can't, finish. you can't count on that in G one climax, man. You have to, no. you have to treat every, you got to treat every twenty count like they might not actually make it back in the ring. Yes. That was good though, man. He was, he was just hiding for him and just wait. Like he did that. I was like, why don't people do that all the time? That's a great strategy. I mean, that's I was, like, <laughs> that's like video game strategy. That's like what you do in a video game when you can't beat somebody. Uh. Well, the computer cheats, so I mean, what, what are you what are you gonna do? Okay, uh, we move on. We move on to Shota versus Suji. Uh, it sounds like the te- 
Sounds like the Taichi guys are equally big Shota guys as they chant his name and Shota does a flipping senton off the apron. Who are these people? So just three guys who like <laughs> who like Taichi. Three guys. That's the other three guys in the group. <laughs> it's Sonata, Taichi, and those three guys. They're they're definitely some of the most exciting guys in the group. <laughs> Uh, Suji launches Shota out of the ring with a Tijeras and Red Shoes is propped up on the turnbuckle. Like it, you don't see it on the camera, but I'm pretty sure like he just launched him like right under him. Ah, fucking nepotism. Dad, Daddy Red, Absolutely. Daddy Red Shoes in, in the ring. Uh, Suji hangs himself on the second rope. Is that what he does? Uh, Shota drop kicks him in the back, then runs from the outside and drop kicks him in the head from the floor onto the apron. Jeez. And I, I, I like that. That's that's good. It's fun. Suji backbreaker uh, face slam stomp combo. It's very good. Uh, Shota dodges the spear and puts him into an STF. And Shota's been... Uh, pretty good about dodging stuff and then parlay into an STF. So, so he's getting getting that down real smooth. Shota pounds on Suji's back and these two start wailing on each other. Knee, knee, thrust kick, forearm, enziguri, straight right, headbutt, and they both collapse. Like, holy shit. It, it, it's fucking, it's great. Good stuff, yeah. Suji goes for a spear and Shota drop kicks him in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> he jumps over him and hits him with a fucking dropkick in the back of the head while he's mid-spears. Really fucking good. Yeah, good timing. Suji hits the spear and wins in 19 minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, crazy, what a win. And like a true LIJ jerk, Suji says, now get the fuck out of my ring and chuck Shota in the outside. And, and, then, he, and then he messes with him some more while he's leaving. So uh, Suji is pretty new to me. I don't know a ton about him, um, but he. If my first impressions of him is, he looks to me like if you asked AI to combine Roman Reigns and Shinsuke Nakamura. That's <laughs> 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 okay. okay. All right. And when he hit that spear, it was even more evident. <laughs> I've seen that profile before. <laughs> uh. Yeah, man. Like, uh, this is this is why I say Suji is the the only one out of the three that has you know some kind of a fucking personality. And if his personality is, uh, what kind of stuff would I do that makes it look like I fit in Lij? You know, being a shitty winner is it's de- de- definitely fucking good. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Okada versus Kenta, the main event here. Okay. Okada just has this look on his face like, God damn it. <laughs> I feel like that's that would be my face going into a match with Kenta for sure. <laughs> like, here we fucking go. God damn it. Uh, Kenta slams Okada into the barricade and tells Kevin to shut his mouth and then kicks him a bunch of times. Kenta dropping knees to Okada's face. Uh, he pulls down the pad, and then he does a fake-out uh, double knee, and instead he just wipes his boot on Okada's face. 
Great touch. Yeah, he's Kent, man. Kenta's very good. Kenta rams Okada's spine into the ring post and hits a green killer off of the barricade. Double stomp from the top of the turnbuckle and Okada kicks out. Wait, back to the... Okay, so I have the double stomp written down. Okay. That was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> he... He first of all hits every bit of that stomp. Yeah, yeah. And then his whole ass lands on Okada's head, or <laughs> <laughs> his is is uh, his torso, and you could just see in Okada's face every bit of life escape his body. <laughs> like, it looked like the most painful double stomp I've ever seen. He he, it was like two back to back. That was hard to watch. See, so so this is this is like the thing when we when we take or, or when I take notes is uh, like. Boatsaw and I have seen all these people wrestle in every possible configuration. And while while it's worth mentioning that he does a double stop off the top of the thing, my note doesn't go any deeper than that because, like, I've seen Kenta do that a billion times. So that's one of the, like, usually, usually these notes that I write down are like a, oh, man, that was, that was cool. That's not a thing that I usually see out of, out of this person. So, like, a... It's a. Uh, it's easy for it to uh, escape the fact that, like, yeah, he fucking right in the diverticulitis, man, just fucking squashed Okada coming down because he, yeah, he fucking nailed him. Because I think Okada, Okada braces for Kenta's feet, but he wasn't ready for his ass to hit <laughs> afterwards. And I think that just, I, it, I felt like Okada wanted to just weep in the match right there. <laughs> yes. That was brutal. <laughs> Probably what he was probably what he was thinking about right when the match. Oh, God damn it! I gotta take a fucking yeah. double stop. <laughs> double stop's coming. <laughs> okay, uh, Kenta gets rid of the ref, and out comes the Singapore cane, and he wails on Okada, and the crowd boos. No, I'm sorry, he boos the crowd because they because <laughs> <laughs> they don't react. <laughs> this this crowd doesn't like bad guys and okay fine that's fine <laughs> okay uh unfortunately okada catches him off guard uh, catches him off guard with a shotgun drop kick uh okada rainmaker but kenna cradles him up tombstone uh makes kenta mad and kenta smacks the shit out of him and uh while I normally don't go into detail about, you know, because Kenta does this thing where he just starts hitting you and hitting you and hitting you. Yeah. He, oh, God. It, it's so it's so fucking mean every single time he does it. It's so good. Yeah. There's nothing. Uh, there's nothing. I don't know. What's the correct word here? There's nothing pro wrestling about that. He's just smacking him. <laughs> He's smacking him in the head. Pro- pro- professionally hitting you in the face. I didn't. I didn't learn that one in wrestling school. <laughs> I mean, you should just break it out on someone in a match and see what happens. Yeah, that's a great call, Mike Orlando. <laughs> you're gonna get smacked in the back of the head this weekend. <laughs> Repeatedly, just don't just react. You don't react. <laughs> this is this is part of the match. <laughs> oh, Christ Almighty. <laughs> Okay, landslide Rainmaker Okada wins in 19 minutes and 10 seconds, cementing his position. The finals, Kenta is eliminated. There's a little bit of an awkward finish there, huh? They uh, he, went, he goes for the Rainmaker once, and uh, 
kind of just like collapses and he misses it. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, it's uh, there's yeah, and it, it, it happens. So it, it happens sometimes. Yeah. I don't know if if Kenta was loopy or anything like that. I can't remember what they did before that, but it almost seemed like Kenta was a little loopy and literally just collapsed, <laughs> like yeah. his knee gave out or something. It's, uh, but uh, that yeah, that'll happen when you wrestle in a grueling month long tournament. I I would I would imagine. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, I don't know how they do it. Okay, let's uh. Let's move. Let's let's move to the uh, post match comments here. Uh, Chase comes out and says, "Milano, please call me. Teach me the paradise lock. That's how I'm gonna beat Sonata." <laughs> 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 that's, that's not even a thing to beat him with. Like now, that, like I was, I was laughing about the novelty of him just being like, "I need to learn the paradise lock." It's it's just a stupid fucking move that Sonata hasn't done for the entire tournament. What's your uh, what's your prediction at this point? Does uh does Sonata go undefeated? Fuck no, Chase is gonna win. They're, Cause it it would it would be it would be a crazy rub for Sonata to go undefeated in this tournament because no one's done that in like a really long time. And you want the first person in the modern era to be Sonata? Do you think he's deserved that he's earned that? How long has it been? Would you say like, like are we talking like the nineties? The yeah, really? It, okay. It's it's a. Uh, I would, I would have to look it up, but it, it's it's to to my knowledge, it's been a long time. Let's I'll just type. Well, in. Sonata's the future, man. <laughs> That's where we're headed. Don't don't you know it's. Don't say that. <laughs> on, on the on the off chance that someone someone hears it and and, and it comes true, okay. Uh, b- moving on, Gabe Kid comes out and says, "I bet you didn't feel like a champ while I was beating the shit out of you. I bet you didn't feel like a champ when I bitched you out in front in front of Takamatsu. You son of a bitch, you fucker! I swear to God, I'll kill you all." <laughs> this dude has got some issues, man. He's got some demons he's got to deal with. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it every, everything plays into it so well too because like he had a bunch of he he had a bunch of uh, indie experience and then he and then he went through he went through Young Lion School, so it's like you know going from okay like I've been wrestling for five to ten years on the on the indies or whatever and then being like okay you can only do body slams now. Until, oh until, yeah, that is a weird tradition. Yeah, right. I mean, like I like uh, honestly though, I I like I think that the Young Lion School is is the fucking best way to learn for for a lot of reasons because it's like those dudes can get people out of their seat for fucking body slams. So 100%. so it's like they like they I I don't know you gotta you gotta master your fundamentals before you you know, do whatever. And it's like, then they send them away and they, you know, do whatever. But it's like that core of that core of connecting, connecting with the crowd, even though, you know, you're wrestling like the 1980s. It's, it's fucking, I, it's, it's really important. Like it's a kid, kids come back fucking better and meaner than ever. So I, I'm, I'm fucking loving it right now. No, you're 110% correct. The, the, the young lion system is, 
flawless in my opinion it's, it's as good as it gets and like because there's so many people that i see that are coming in on like their first day of wrestling school and you know in the states and they're like oh how before they went they lock up they want to know how do i do a sling blade you know <laughs> like that. Like, slow it down kids <laughs> like, let's, let's lock up first and then we'll try a 450 yeah <laughs> you're gonna fall down about a thousand times today we'll 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 build to that yeah uh, Sonata comes out and goes, I don't really have a problem with guys like that. <laughs> of course, first, he, he, can't have, he can't feel anything. It's the first interesting thing he said for the entire tournament. Uh, Oscar Loibe carries Shota into the back just long enough for him to grimace into the camera before walking him back out. He didn't even say anything. He just started his next entrance. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get the, I gotta get in the in the showers, man. I gotta hit the showers because I gotta, I gotta be ready to start my entrance in about ten minutes here. Yeah, Okada okay, comes out and says, "Kent is a champ, huh? I don't know where that belt is, but he has the will of a champion." <laughs> Nothing. <else. laughs> I don't know what that belt is. It's, Hell is defy. Yeah, it's it's. it's Nothing, nothing registers to Okada. It's it's fucking great, they, man. He's he's it's the, it's the reason why he's the very best. Is his subtlety is so good. He's gonna be Defy champion within two weeks. Yes. And then and then and then not carry the belt around. That uh, yeah. I, that that part I can't stress importantly enough. <laughs> Kenta comes out. Loss, win, loss, win. What the hell happened? You broke the pattern, fatty. We were supposed to win together today. Everything's gone to hell. Wait a <laughs> sec. Did you get a haircut? Why the hell would you do that? It's your fault I lost today. Who's next? Listen, I don't need your help to beat Mr. Dullface. If I let him beat me, then I'll be the ugly one. I can't lose to Mr. Dullface. Not a chance. What I really wanted to say here today is... Yoshihashi's entrance is unnecessarily long. <laughs> Too ridiculous. How does he do it? <laughs> and uh, o- Okada's uh, o- o- now Okada in in the backstage area. Tonga, I was really looking forward to you. Are you really happy with that cheap win you got over Osprey? You disappoint me. I'll show you what a G1 is really all about. We're getting closer to the end here. I'll rest when I need to, get fired up when I need to, and focus when I need to. Maybe I'll switch things up. Maybe get some local udon noodles. <laughs> that concludes the events of uh, Night 11 of G1 Climax. So, Any uh, final thoughts there, Jake? <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm gonna go. Tai Chi ELP is my match of the night. Um, Yoshi Hashi is my worst wrestler of the night. I hate him. Um, and uh, you got him on a bad night. He's he's been having a really good tournament. (laughs) No, no, it it doesn't have anything to do with his performance this tournament. It's just him as a human being. I don't know. There's there's some heat there between us, and I'm not sure where it comes from. Uh, Uh, He's gonna uh, he's gonna remember listening to this podcast when you're on day one of Young Lion School. Yeah, I'm screwed. I'm screwed. Uh, but uh, my uh, shout out of the night goes to the three guys in the front row. Yeah, they stole the show. Yeah, they were certainly the uh, best part. The uh, oh god. 
Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, fuck it. I I really I I didn't have a. Uh, I really uh, didn't have a uh, match of the the night there. Other than I was I was I don't know. I I thought I thought Shota and uh, Suji was really compelling. But you know what? I'm I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you have it. I think I have a more clearly defined answer for what I want on the next night. So I'll just uh, well, Jake Sterling's match of the night: El Fantasmo versus Taichi. For me to say a Tai Chi match was my match of the night means something. That means it was a good match. It was a good match. Yeah. So, all right, uh, take a little commercial break here, and then uh, we'll we'll go for uh, night twelve. Hold on a sec, baby. Having trouble sleeping? I've tried everything. Why not try the draft podcast? Well, how does it work? Easy. It is boring. <laughs> The Draft Podcast is boring, and it puts babies to sleep. Which means if you listen to the Draft Podcast, you are boring. I am not Danny, and that is definitely not Bone Song. If you are a boy, baby, listen to the Draft Podcast at JabroniQ.com. If you are not a boy, baby, listen to New Jabroni Pro Wrestling at JabroniU.com. Well, we're back, and uh, night twelve, night twelve was really good. Night twelve had a lot of had a lot of stuff going for it, where the uh, CD blocks usually tend to uh, be a so-so affair. But this this one was good. It's uh, being in the Hiroshima Sun Plaza, I think, is what does it. I loved it. It's just a hell of a main event. So <laughs> here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hell, hell of a hell of a starter match uh, too here. Co- Coglin versus Tanahashi. Uh, this is the first time in the entire tournament that Coglin has stood still at the top of the ramp. Uh, normally he comes in swinging his belt, breaking the barricades. Uh, he he picks up the little ring ladder and chucks it across the arena every time. It's great. So uh, he's taking he's taking Tanahashi seriously seriously here. And uh oh man, Jushin Thunder Liger's here, so it's a uh, it's time for Jushin Thunder Liger's fashion corner. He's he's just wearing a he's just wearing a plain gray V-neck, but you know, I like it. <laughs> it just accentuates his excellent muscles. Guy still looks really fucking good. He's in his 50s. I don't think Coglin likes it. <laughs> it just, I, I don't. I, I think Coglin's muscles would over overshadow anything. Like he would be beneath his radar, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but I also I, no, I don't like it. It's threatening to me. I need my muscles to be bigger now. Co- I don't think Coglin. He hasn't worn a shirt in years. <laughs> Coglin eats some forearms. Uh, he gets he gets mad and blasts the shit out of Tanahashi with three chaps. Because that's what you get for chopping me. Coglin assaults a young lion and body slams him into Tanahashi. And then says, get the fuck out of here, young boy. And then another one who just happens to be standing by. You two shrimp, fuck off. I haven't heard somebody call someone a shrimp derisively in a long time, and that's a that's a real <laughs> real fuck real funny insult. Nice classic insult. 
Tanahashi goes for a sling blade and Coglin catches him and gives him a backbreaker. It must have looked cool because I wrote it down. Tama gives him two sling blades, one to the front and one to the back. Ace is high and Coglin parlays it into a bridging pin, then hits him with a uh, deadlift Death Valley bomb because he's really fucking strong. Then uh, Coglin deadlift jackhammers Tanahashi and wins in eight minutes and 50 seconds. Uh, I don't know if you uh, caught on to uh, Kevin this entire tournament just being like really worried that Tanahashi is going to die with every high fly flow that he does. Yeah, it's, it's pretty funny. I was I was honestly joking with my friends the other day. Uh, the, the other night when Tanahashi main evented and he, he does... Kevin cracks me up because uh, Tanahashi's doing the thing, you know, where he's celebrating and he like he steps out of the ring, but then he steps back in and then he steps out and he steps back in and then uh, he comes back in to do the air guitar celebration. <laughs> Kevin goes, Tanahashi, you don't have to do this. You've already given us so much. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just Tanahashi's breaking his back with this air, air guitar celebration. Oh Jesus. All right, move, moving on. C-Block action. Evil versus Mikey Nichols. Not a lot of notes here. Evil and Togo jump Nichols and Fujita on the ramp. Nichols takes off his shirt and chucks it into Evil's face, so Evil strangles him with it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Makoto Abe, every damn time. It's hilarious. It's the timekeeper's table just getting knocked over. And then uh, Evil strangles Mikey Nichols with the timekeeper's microphone. <laughs> Evil tags Togo for some great tandem offense. Nichols eats a punch to the balls from the top of the turnbuckle. And Fujita neutralizes Togo and Nichols reverses it into Zack Sabre Jr.'s Euro Clutch and wins in 9 minutes and 40 seconds. I loved uh, how Evil's shoulders were down for about 20 seconds while Mikey set up that pin. (laughs) (laughs) The ref was like, hey, go ahead and bridge before I start counting. All right, bridge, bridge. Okay, now it count. Technically doesn't count. (laughs) It technically doesn't count as a pin, even though his shoulder's down until until you've executed the pin. Oh, God. I also just love, I love how much Kevin Kelly hates Evil, and he's just so open about it. Like Mikey gets the win, and Kevin's just like, yes! Thank God, I hate you. Uh, Kevin must not be watching the same matches I'm watching, man. I'm, uh, God, it's a... Uh, I, I, I think the thing with evil is you go like, God damn it, I'm so sick of this. And then it comes in waves, and then like like right now we're on a very high... like uh, Every time evil cheats in a match, it's always hilarious. And just, I, I, I don't know. It, it's funny. He, I mean... Per, he has he has to hate the guy on the microphone though, so it, it is it's entertaining to listen to. Uh, Yano versus Haste. Yano has a headdress on. Nothing suspicious to see here. Uh, Haste. Uh, he asks he asks to see Haste's hat, and he's like, "You can borrow it, but don't throw it away." They trade quote unquote hats, but Yano uses the bag to cover Haste's head and. Pins him for a near fall. Uh, Shane does the uh, the same. Good good thing he read the directions. Oh yeah, that's. 
Haste did the same thing to him, and then Kevin goes, good thing he read the directions about how to use the bag. I will say when, when Yano rolled uh, rolled Shane Haste up, I it got me. I thought that was the finish. I honestly <laughs> did think that was it. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, here we go. It's uh, It wouldn't be the first time that something like that happened. Yeah. Uh, Haste blocks the sanitizer to the face, uh, then he steals it from Yano and aims it at him like a fucking toolie. <laughs> It's just he's holding, he's holding it fucking sideways like it's a gat. It's fucking funny. So right around this time is where something I had an epiphany, like something clicked to me. I just I, I wrote this down and I'm it's my favorite note I've ever taken. Uh, so to our to anyone who's listening who's a grind time wrestling or a Kingdom of Wrestling fan, it clicked to me that Toriano is the Japanese cheese. <laughs> He's literally the cheese. It's the it's the it's the, it's the exact same wrestling. It's the same character work. It's it's he's just Japanese. Like if you took cheese and made him Japanese, this that it's Toriano. If you want to see what the Mexican Mexican equivalent of what the cheese is, uh, go to Kingdom of Wrestling this Saturday. Oh God! Okay, so I'm making this big main event debut. Oh man. A finer luchador there isn't. <laughs> oh, man. started. Oh, God. I... Uh, <laughs> ruined my life. That... 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 That shit happened, and I was just like, I, fuck it. I'm gonna... I'm gonna sell it. I'm gonna sell it like this is a new guy that I've never seen before in my entire life. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's the shades of Mr. America. <laughs> just on that note, because I know you had to call it, uh, we we heard we heard a rumor that cheese cheese was gonna try to hit a six one nine, and it was just this big murmur backstage of all of us just being like, "How the hell is cheese gonna do a six one nine? There's no physics won't allow it." And uh, then it then it happened, and we were like, "Oh, okay, so not a six one nine. Never mind." <laughs> I mean, if if if. If Big Van Vader could do a back handspring over the top rope, I, I'll, I'll believe anything's possible, man. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Cheese and Vader, they're, they're similar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Haste isn't falling for Yano's trick of uh, y- Yano going under the ring. <laughs> so he sends Fujita in instead, but then he gets curious and goes in anyway. <laughs> The ring count commences, and out comes Fujita with the bag on his head, and Haste follows behind him, and he has a fucking bucket taped to his head. (laughs) Yano sends the ref after him, and Fujita uh, uh, has to tell him, no, 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 that's that's the ref. Like He's, like, swatting at him, like, trying to put him in a hold. Uh... How Haste managed to avoid the nut shot with a bucket on his head and not avoid one without it, I'll never know. Yano wins in six minutes and nine seconds. Uh, Kevin goes, Liger is losing his mind right now. Yeah, Shane Haste. Isn't, isn't Haste coming off of beating Naito, right? Duh, yeah, I think what, so. He what got a fall th- from grace right there. <laughs> I, losing to Yano doesn't. Losing to Yano doesn't count. Who? Let's no, see. I, more than anything, just have, just having this like beautiful, amazing match with. I, I think it was Naito, and then uh, and then next week you're 
you've got bags and buckets and hats. <laughs> no, he uh, he uh, he lost to Zack Saber Jr. the 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 night before. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, I mean he had he had he had a good match. I mean it, it's it's whatever. It, it's Shane Hayes. It, it's not no one like yeah. We're we're not, not we're not expecting him to win. We're 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 expecting hysterical Shane Hayes to have a hysterical match, which he had. So it's we got what we paid for. Okay, C block Canari versus Ishii. This, this is my match of the night. I'm 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 pretty sure it's my match of the night. Cause yeah, cause, I would. I think. Let me look. Okay, no, never mind. No, it's not. <laughs> it's a. Uh, I I mean it, it's. I would I, I would say to contend with it would be would be Naito and Zack Saber Jr. Um, but I don't know. We yeah, well, let's uh, we'll, we'll 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 go on. Um. Hanari versus Ishii, they imme- they immediately start crashing into one one another. Uh, hard hard ass kicks from Hanari. Ishii hyper extends Hanari's knee and then drop kicks him in it. Uh, hard ass kick from Ishii. Hanari rips off the kinesio tape and says, "Fuck this shit." So I'm ready to wrestle in complete pain and reckless abandon. And it's. A lot, a lot of emotion in this match. It's something to connect to. Hanari's body blows are his body blows are really fucking good. Like, oh yep. god, he 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 sink. He, it's. I feel like a lot of these a lot of these guys um. E- either they they're so good at doing this stuff that it looks like it's really painful, but I'm convinced a lot of these are just shoot hits. Uh, I know a lot of the headbutts are. Um, I, I, every time I see a straight right hand, I kind of look for it, and for the most part, they're not. But I feel like a lot of people are still getting punched in the face. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. It's these guys are fucking tougher. Is a crazy thing. These guys are tough as calculus. Uh, three forearms from Hanare. Ishii forearm makes him crumple. Ishii forearm and Hanari shuts him down with one righteous shot to the gut. <laughs> Just blasts him. Ishii blasts Hanari with a lariat. They hit the shit out of each other. Ishii goes for a headbutt, uh, a headbutt trio, which he's been doing. Um, and he catches a knee to the face on the third one because <laughs> he he does like he, he does a chest one. He does uh, no he. He does. He does one where he jumps up and do, and does a shoot headbutt. Yeah. He does one to the chest, and he does one where he like d- where he dives at you and headbutts. And I think what he did the di- the diving one is the third one that he does. And Hanari just need him right in the face. It was, it was really really good. And it's a bet. It's double double good because. Whereas I was lamenting, like, why do people not learn from these things, you know, earlier in the tournament? Uh, this is something that Ishii has set up over the last couple of matches and, you know, Hanari scouting it and fucking being there to knee him in the face is like, okay, he's doing his homework and watching all the fucking matches every night. Yeah. You know, all the strikes at the end of this match were snug. They were, they were, they were good. Yeah, it's and it's it's what it's what I like, baby. Uh, Rampage and a big ass Uranagi by Hanare. 
uh, knee in the corner, and then Hanare uh, punts Ishii in the chest. Oh, God. Uh, and then Ishii retaliates with a ripcord headbutt. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, they're they're hitting the fuck out of each other. It's great. Streets of Rage, Hanare beats Ishii for the first time in 14 minutes, 21 seconds in what is surely the first five-star match of this tournament. Goddamn, Hanari's so good. And his ring music is dope. I, I was actually wondering that. Does uh, does is, is Melcher watch the G1? He he does, and he's usually he. I mean he he watches a lot of shit, but he's usually pretty timely. He's usually pretty timely with with updating stuff while the G one is happening. So nor it's just like a couple days of turnaround. I I imagine he's taking the same amount of notes we are, and then you know putting in the Wrestling Observer or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so. When he has when he has the uh, the time for it or whatever, uh, uh, still still no, but there's there's time for it. I'll I, I'll I'll be surprised if it's if it's not a five star because that one was it was great. Yeah, it's a uh, normally you can just kind of feel it when it's one and it's it, that that one felt like a five star. So when we move on, Cobb versus Goto. Uh, Goto did something to it. And, uh, he did something to Cobb. Cobb's like, I'm gonna walk it off, and then he and then he walks it off. But he he walks on top of Goto, but he doesn't seem to notice. And he's looking around. He's like, Where's Goto? Where Where's Goto? Oh, oh, he's on the ground. Whoopsie, whoopsie, whoopsie. He rolls Goto into the ring and executes a nice, uh, relaxing pin on him. <laughs> just puts his just puts his hands behind his behind his head and just relaxes. Can't, if if red if red shoes had been in the ring, he would not have counted that that pin. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He grabs Goto out of the corner, out of out of a uh, out of his corner leg lariat, and then he just plants him in the center of the ring like nothing fancy. He just slams him down on his back. Bulldog nearly gets reversed into a spin cycle, but Goto puts a sleeper hold on him. Uh, I always like a reverse of the reverse. Uh, Jeff Cobb drop kicks him right in the frickin' face, and Jeff Cobb's get getting a real nice vertical leap on those drop kicks. I love a Jeff Cobb drop kick. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Who's who's got the best drop kick out of everyone? Oh God! You know who's got a really good one? Underrated. Uh, Shane Haste has a great drop kick. Shane's got a really he's got a really good drop kick. And now out of I mean out of everyone, like not not limited to the G one. I've got I've got a surprising answer. It's not Okada, but Okada is probably second place to right, second place. One? My number Moose. Oh, okay. Moose Moose has got an insane drop kick, and he's fucking. I, would, I wouldn't want to take it. Yeah, uh, he's fucking huge, and it it's beautiful. It's it's everything Okada's drop kick is, but he's bigger and he goes higher. Like it's it's insane. He's got such I, a good drop kick. I train with Moose a lot, actually, and I can tell you that he is by far, if not even close, the heaviest man I've ever been in the ring with. <laughs> he is just like if he just if he's like laying on you to pin you, that's a finisher right there because he's so <laughs> heavy. It's, it's 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 intense to train with him for sure. Hey, listen, ne- next time you're in the ring with him, just be like, hit hit me with your best drop kick. I I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run into that. it full speed just to see if I could take it. 
Just hit me no, with the I best one. Just just so, just so you could see it firsthand. <laughs> I believe it though. Yeah, that man is just the athletic absolute freak. It doesn't make everything comes so easy to him. He can just do anything. He's, he's massive. Like he, I don't think it comes through on TV enough. Like I, I obviously people watch him on TV and they go, "Oh, that's a big guy right there." But like, no, he is like otherworldly in person. Like he's just massive. Oh wait, no. Here's what you do: get get Kai in the ring with him, and then say, "Hey, Moose, there show us a go. drop kick." Yeah, then, okay. Well, now we're working. Actually, I probably I probably do Cam. I, <laughs> I, I like Kai. I'll put Cam in there. Now we're we're working smarter. There we go. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cobb flips out of an Ushiguroshi and hits Goto with a thrust kick. Uh, just really impressive because Cobb's really big. Although it's equally impressive that he does end up taking the Ushiguroshi anyway because uh, he's still pretty much doing the same amount of flipping. But watching him oh, yeah, watching him true. escape, was I was like, oh man, that, that's cool. Uh, Cobb goes for a tour of the islands. Goto hits him with two headbutts and then tears a page out of Yoshihashi's playbook and gives him a destroyer. God damn, daddy. And he, he let it get nice and ripe. It was, it was good. Like, oh yeah, this is happening. GTR Goto wins in 11 minutes, 33 seconds. Uh, man, Goto continuing to surprise me this year when normally I hate Goto. Uh, Sonata, Sonata has taken first place for drawing our ire in, in any of these matches for sure because usually goto's a snooze fest but every every match he's had this year has been like you know not bad goto and yeah i agree he's and, he's, he's competent yeah and, and he's and he's dying <laughs> so it's like oh god that's uh yeah it's the rib injuries okay tama versus eddie kingston uh Clean break, but this environment seems uh, real, real combustible. Eddie blasts him uh, a good one in the chest, and Tom is like, "Okay," and pops his shirt off. So there we go. That's what, give the people what they want. Oh yeah, that's mm, the man has got a incredible physique. And that's a uh, that's hard that's hard to do when Alex Coglin is anywhere near the building. So good good <laughs> on you. <ya. laughs> the these two have never fought each other, so that's that's an interesting factoid from from Kevin there. Eddie makes some space with a kitchen sink and hits him with a double underhook suplex. Second rope neckbreaker SRC and supreme flow, but Eddie rolls out of the way, so we're into an empty pool. Eddie has chopped Thomas so hard so many times in this match. And after doing it some more, they start trading exploders. And that, uh, that was the uh, part of the match. It started getting really exciting. Eddie blasts Tama with a back fist, but he kicks out. Back fist, Northern Lights bomb. Eddie wins in 11 minutes and 39 seconds. And this was, this was his match because all my notes were Eddie notes. So good on him. Eddie goes out of his way to go and pay respects to Jushin Thunder Liger. And then Kevin says, Wheeler Yuta and Claudio, what you tried to do to injure Eddie's arm, there's a special place in hell for both of you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, yeah, that's uh, that's, that's good. Go on to the next one. Naito versus Zack Sabre Jr. This is a... 
Uh, this this one's got a lot of notes too. This is probably match of the night. Well, we'll find out. I really like Zack Saber Junior.'s video. We haven't really mentioned that this G one, but his video package is very good. Naito uh, <laughs> throws his clothes at Zack Saber Junior. And then Zach, Zach grabs a t-shirt and starts uh, asking people how much they want to pay him for Naito's shirt. So <laughs> he's, he's taking it in stride. Uh, he, he gets him on the rope and then uh, he's he's like, all right, clean, clean break, amigo. And then he goes, dickhead, and then doesn't give him a clean break. And then Naito spits in his face. It's just great when these two work together every time. Yeah, they always got good chemistry for sure. Naito neck breaker over the barricade hits him with a neck uh, hits Zack Saber with a neck breaker over the barricade, not those shitty plastic ones behind the uh, steel barricades. This is as real as it gets. Naito goes for an arm drag and gets an arm bar instead. See what I did there? Uh, fuck you, Zack! Zack kicks the barricade that Naito's arm is wrapped up in. That's always it's always a good one. There's metal barricade just clang so so loud and it's good because it sounds impressive whereas the uh the barricades say in wwe are made so that you can drive a car into them and they won't fucking move and you know yeah probably why daniel bryan has brain damage fucking doing <laughs> too many topes into a wall that doesn't fucking move Except for that one wall that always gets speared through. There's <laughs> one wall that isn't like reinforced. Yeah, you'd, you'd, you'd think. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Naito does the combination, the combination cabron. Uh, Zach blocks the drop kick at the end, though. Uh, Naito spits in his face. Uh, COVID's over. Everyone's been spitting and fucking everyone. Uh, mo- most of all, Naito in, in this thing, man. He's just spitting at fucking everyone. Zack Sabre Jr. armbar over the top rope. Uh, you know, uh, that Suzuki style, which makes sense. Naito hits a clean Destino, and Zack Sabre Jr. kicks out. That was... That was a uh, pretty exciting because that doesn't normally happen. Naito goes for an Esperanza and rolls Naito into a wicked submission maneuver. Like he just had both of his arms behind his back, uh, and he and he had his knee. He, he had that, and he had a like he had a toehold going on top of that, and it was oh god, it was just it was mad. Uh. Somehow Naito, somehow Naito gets the ropes. Uh, they start trading pins. Zack Saber Jr. gets a two point nine nine count. It's very exciting at this point. Uh, Destino counter. Holy shit! Zack Driver, but he can't follow it up. And like at this point, I was I was like, oh yeah, here it comes. Like this is, ooh man, it, it's it's very good. But also at the same, I I, I was. I was uh I was pumped but I was also mad cuz I was like, "Oh, come on, fucking pin him because like I know like oh, he hit his finisher on him. Naito's going to fucking win <laughs> cuz he t- Ugh, god. Uh 3 minute call and the arena is filled with Naito chants. Uh he goes for Destino, Zack rolls him up. Naito does his Tornado DDT, 
but turns it into an inside cradle and wins in 18 minutes and 30 seconds. That was a dope victory right there. I love the ones that come out yeah. of nowhere. I mean, honestly, I was full disclosure. This is like Set, the only match yeah, full disclosure. Your match of the night. You watched every every minute of it. It's twice twice well, no, on this Sundays. Is the only one I didn't see. So the whole the whole time you were talking about it, I'm like biting my nails. Like, who wins this? Who wins this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one that one was that one was good though. But no, it, it got it got to that fever pitch, and he hit that Zach driver. I was like, God damn it, Naito is gonna win. But I was a. It's very rare that I start screaming that I start screaming at the fucking TV. I was like, oh my god, pit him. <laughs> fucking shit. It's a it's good though. Main main event, David Finley versus Shingo Takagi. Here and we go. Here we here we go. The uh I'm sure the uh, the bulk of your notes are probably here. And maybe we get a little inside scoop as well. Hey, I just wrote best match ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> Best match ever. Excitedly awaiting my G1 Climax 33 t-shirt. <laughs> Can't wait. Uh, Finley yanks on Shingo's hair when he turns his back on him to run the ropes. And I wish everyone would do that when someone did that in a fucking match. I, I think that's a... I feel like that's a modern pro wrestling convention. And, you know, not not to be a cranky old man, but... It just really drives me nuts when someone turns around and they're like, "All right, I'm about to run in the ropes and do a move oh, on you." Yeah, so yeah. when somebody when someone turns around like that and the person's not even like stumbling or anything, it just grabs them. It makes me so fucking happy. Yeah, that's that's like it makes me think of Keith Lee. That's the first person that pops in my head that does that. <laughs> like, all right, here we go. I'm about to run, everybody. Everybody, look, here we go. I'm gonna hit the ropes. No, that's a. Uh, Suzuki will immediately put you into a rear naked choke for that. <laughs> yeah, good. There you go. Yeah. But no, ser- ser- and seriously, for for now on, if somebody does that to you, just just be like, don't do that to me in my match. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking grab you. I'm gonna- no, I'm gonna immediately start doing the Kenta spot and just smack him the shit out of him as soon as they do it. As soon as they turn around. <laughs> uh. Mike Orlando is in for a world of surprise. Try, try it, Mike. Try it. <laughs> try to hit those ropes with some with some drama, and I'm going to smack the shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, out comes the table, and Shingo gets suplex into the ground instead. The, the table's still there. We'll see who goes through it later. We'll see. Yeah. Shingo works Finley over pretty good in the ring for a bit, and as soon as they get back out, Finley power bombs Shingo through the table to a gale of boos. This crowd- oh yeah, it really did. It really did. Didn't get like a woo table reaction. It got like a how dare you <laughs> like boo reaction. Yeah. No, that's that's great, man. Like, uh, I, this is why I love Japanese crowds. Like, they will. Uh, this this crowd is different. This 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 crowd is, uh, I think, like all crowds. There's different crowds, but this crowd was definitely like a, we're cheering for good guys in this arena. Like, I, yeah, I don't care. Absolutely. Like, it's a by by default in my experience, they're generally cheer, cheering for the baby faces, unless you know you're Gabe Kid and you put on such a compelling performance. That they're like, nope, this is just good, and now you're getting cheered for because you deserve it. Like this crowd wasn't having any of that shit. They were just booing, 
booing the heels all night and and uh, that's that's fine it's i it's a uh, any any reaction's a good reaction so you know yep it was great uh let's see here shingo beats the 20 count and then gets a blue thunder bomb for his trouble and uh finley hits that blue thunder bomb really real nice uh Kevin says, no Shigami, Japanese for wrapping paper, and Shingo looking to put a bow on this one. <laughs> Beautiful, Kevin. Beautiful yeah. job. He could he could turn a phrase. Shingo, and, hey, listen, it's it's why he's a uh, three three time Jabroni U uh, announcer of the uh, announcer of the year award winner, at least for me and Bonesaw every time we do it. Shingo's Shingo superplexes Finley. Uh, Finley looking for into oblivion. Shingo reverses that into a ground cobra. Uh, and that makes Finley mad. They have a series of back and forths, uh, that ends with, uh, made in Japan. And I, I think, I think it was in there where, uh, Finley, uh, hit him with like two Irish curse backbreakers or something like that. Yeah. I actually wrote here that I, I thought that was the best made in Japan I've ever seen. I thought it was nar like he he had the nice long delay on it and it was beautiful. Yeah. Uh slap fight turns into a forearm fight and uh with a spear and a power bomb Finley at, uh, uh yeah. Pfft, I can't read my notes. It ends with a spear and a power bomb by Finley. There we go. Uh yep. and that that's the uh uh that that happens right at the three minute call so uh uh finley hits another power bomb uh shingo hits last and, uh, the- and kevin calls it a, a symph- symphony of of something and i was just like oh nice little wardlow shout out <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness uh shingo hits last of the dragons wins in 18 minutes and 45 seconds boo yeah it's uh it's okay Nothing. though. It's okay though. David has a lot of points, so he's. I'm I'm, a, I'm assuming he's the leader of Bullet Club, and he's in the D block, and is probably gonna get into the uh, finals. So I'm not I'm not worried for him. Yeah, I think the Finley loss makes this not my match of the night. Yeah. <laughs> can't do it. I can't do it. Oh gosh. Boat. It was good. It was it was, it was, Shinsu- <laughs> yeah, it was it was Shingo and Finley, and it was a great it was a great match. Bone Bone Saw is listening to this podcast right now. Uh, high high as fuck in Denver, Colorado, tenting his fingers, <laughs> just going good, good. Yeah. You're dead to me, Bone Saw. You're dead to me. <laughs> he had to he had to fly all the way to a different to a different state because he knew you were coming on the show. Scared. <laughs> He had he had to get away. No way you could get your hands on him. I'm not going to stand for this disrespect for Finley anymore. <laughs> I'll a, see him at a Kingdom of Wrestling show soon enough. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's go on to the post match comments. And now and I got to pull double duty for fucking Bone Saw because he's because he's gone. Okay, Evil uh, says. Fujita, you punk, you're always getting in my way. Uh, if I don't make it to the finals, I'm going to shave your head. 
<laughs> I I really hope that happens. <laughs> it, it'll it'll uh, if if evil doesn't make it to the finals. Uh, so the the last they're doing four nights on of block competition. At, at, at the end here so we're getting a b c and d nights individually so uh if evil doesn't make it in that'll uh give you a reason at least to watch the uh, house of torture matches if they're against tmdk i i'd like to see fujita get his head shaved by evil i, I think that would be a a funny threat to make good on are these shows gonna be like are they gonna have like some like opening card yeah matches yeah or, okay so it's not just going to be four matches. There'll be some stuff beforehand. Yeah, yeah, no, it'll okay. it'll it'll be a whole card. Gotcha. Okay. Haste comes. <laughs> almost all these post match comments are, are from Shane Haste. Haste comes out with <laughs> with the ice bag in his trunks. <laughs> Yano, I tried to out goose a goose, but there's no out goosing the king of the geese. You're the king of the geese. You're the king of the gander. You you, you you goozled you goozled my goose eggs. You scrambled my junk. I should have left the bucket on. I was way better with the bucket. I was born in the bucket, baby. I'll live in the bucket and I'll die in the bucket. I'm gonna rest up these nards and then Jeff Cobb. You may as well call me Mister Ruin Your Day, Ruin Your Tournament, Ruin Your G1 because I'm G done with it. No more Mr. Nice Guy. No more Mr. G1 Fun. No more G Fun for you, Cobb, because you're G done. It wasn't even it wasn't even a it wasn't even a bag. Yano it was or it wasn't even a hat. Yano, it wasn't even a hat. Kind kind kinda kinda hat. You didn't you didn't even, you didn't have a hat. It was a sack. Ah sack! Like a double sack. Jesus Christ, Jane. Guy's been watching. I think you should leave and Rick and Morty. I'm, I'm certain of it. <laughs> it's, it's the kind of promo. Apparently, it's been like that all tournament. So, <coughs> Eddie says, David Finley, you ever walk through fire with a man that doesn't think he's good enough for life? You ever go down that road? I don't think you have, David. You're going to learn a real hard lesson. <laughs> and I can't wait to teach it to you, you little bitch. <laughs> God. Yeah. It's uh, All right. It, so now Bonesaw and Eddie Kingston. Are All right. <laughs> Jesus, guys. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. says... There's nothing I hate more in this world than having to fight Tetsuya Naito. <laughs> I'm still getting through this fucking G1, though. Naito, I hate you. <laughs> All right, straight to the point. Uh, Shingo says, I was really feeling the pressure, especially headlining over Naito in his hometown. <laughs> Can you imagine how bad he'd rip on me if I lost... Hey, Sonata, you haven't beat me, and I don't like you as champion. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. Finley comes out and says, I'm sure everyone wants, to, everyone wants to hear me give Shingo his flowers, but I only have one thing to say to him. Fuck you. And Shingo in the backstage says, If I win... 
I'm calling my shot like Okada did. I don't want a contract. I want a title shot as soon as possible. I want to beat Sonata before Wrestle Kingdom. Please, God, let this man win the G1 Climax. I'm all for it. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the end of uh, night 12 there. Uh, any final thoughts, Jake? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to talk to the bookers at Kingdom of Wrestling and see if we can get uh, Jake Sterling and, and David Finley versus Bonesaw and Eddie Kingston set up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call my people, have your, contact your people, and we'll, we'll set it up. It's, uh, I, listen, I've been friends with Bonesaw for 20 years. I, I could probably Jedi mind trick him into doing it somehow. I, I don't know how I'd, I'd have to, I'd have to think about it, but all right. Eddie's the wild card in all this. So we're going to have to figure that one out. <laughs> well, I, well, well, I'm, well, listen, I don't have to trick him. Just like, look, Eddie's there. Just don't tag in. Eddie will go in first. Just, you know, jump, jump off the apron when he tries to hit you with the hot tag. You know, yeah, you, you know, either that or take the hot tag and, you know, Hit Finley with the bone saw special. I, I don't know. <laughs> I got to see that. <laughs> I need to see the bone saw special. <laughs> or, or you know, uh, I could be like, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be funny if they got the match booked and then you spent the next three months training eighteen hours a day, and then and then made them look real stupid. <laughs> All it's gonna take is one Jake Sterling TKO and it's over. <laughs> he doesn't. He, he doesn't get the dark passenger. He just gets. He just gets the TKO. He gets the TKO into the Rainmaker. <laughs> Two moves I came up with. Oh man, you are you are. If I if I had to describe you as a wrestler, I'd probably say you you're the best there is. It's just the. <laughs> <laughs> the best the war there was and the best there ever will be you know if, yeah that's my a lot of people call me call me the excellence of execution i don't know i, I guess that's pretty good <laughs> oh, all assassin, right make, all those okay let's uh so we're gonna we're, we'll do some uh we'll we'll do some closing messages here and then we'll uh we'll recap what's what's gonna come up in the uh, future here, cause, uh, it's it's going on. Oh god damn! I'm not sign. I'm I'm signed into a different web server, so now I have to look up the schedule somewhere else. In in the meantime, though, uh, let me let me get you back on screen. I'm gonna. I'll I'll have you I'll have you ramble for for a bit here. Uh, where where can where where can we where can we find Jake Sterling? Say what say whatever you want to. All right. Um, social media: the underscore Jake underscore Sterling for Instagram. That's pretty much the only thing I use. Uh, this weekend, I don't I don't know what what, what day does this come out? Uh, this um this is coming out tomorrow. So okay. So, so, to, so day comes out. Yeah, uh, Saturday, th- this this, this show is out now on Friday. So tomorrow night, Saturday. There we go. Tomorrow night, uh, Sarasota, Florida, for Kingdom of Wrestling. Come out and watch me uh, smack the shit out of Mike Orlando and uh, Stephen Frick and Zach Monstar. And I'm gonna after watching and discussing with uh, with the Jabroni Jabroni U here. I'm gonna I'm gonna just smack the shit out of everybody in the match. I'm just gonna be one Kenta spot the entire time. <laughs> 
and uh, I recommend it. And then at the end of the month, uh, I want to say the 26th, I'll be in uh, Eustis, Florida for a movement championship wrestling. So make your way out that way. And, yeah. uh, and and as soon as we have information on this tag match with uh, Kingston and Bonesaw, we'll, we'll make sure we get that out there. <laughs> Hopefully the uh, good people at Eustis will get uh, smacked, smacked around a little bit as well. <laughs> don't course. don't don't wait don't waste all your good smacks on mike orlando i guess oh no that is where i'm going to use the majority of my smacks that's yeah. what they're intended for mike yeah. orlando is my favorite person to smack yeah that's that's understandable <laughs> <laughs> okay check out all the other wonderful podcasts of the jabroni U podcast network follow the jabroni university podcast network on facebook instagram and threads at jabroni U and at jabroni U.com. well you can't not jabroni U yet it's it was a Twitter. The Twitter's still there. We're not doing that anymore. It's it's X. Oh my god, I I can go on for volumes about how dumb that whole thing is. <clears throat> but go to Facebook and Instagram at least and uh, follow us. Uh, you can go to jabroniu.com. There you can follow the exploits of the Allen Club and why do we ever meet? Survive the madness of ceramic cat. Tune in to Biff Radio. Be a fly on the wall at locals barbershop after hours. Listen to all new hip hop on Flow and Tell and draft pop culture on our flagship show, the Draft podcast go to the search field and ser- search jake sterling and something something will pop up there and you know a couple of things at this point yeah if you you want to go go in the i mean you can put jake sterling in this search field and you know listen to us talk g1 g1 of your your gateway to follow all these wonderful podcasts is jabroniu.com Remember to give all the podcasts a five-star rating and a like, share, and retweet, uh, uh, and subscribe, or else Jake Sterling is going to come to your home. He's going to smack the shit out of you. Sweet smacking, everybody. Okay, coming down the pipeline, and I'm just going to give you the next two shows, so you get the, the A Block Finals, and you get the B Block Finals. But we But we get a whole show here. It's just two guys versus Great Ocon and Jeff Cobb. So Doki and Taichi and tag team action there. We got six-man tag. Yo, Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto versus Gato, Kenta, and David Finley. Ah, yo. He had a wonderful best of Super Junior. We got Bushi, Shingo Takagi, and Tetsuya Naito versus Sho, Yujiro Takahashi, and Evil. Show also had a very exciting best of Super Junior. Ah oh, man, I miss I miss Big Juice. They had 32 entrants in this G1. They couldn't figure out how to fit in Yujiro Takahashi. Made me made me a little upset because uh, he got he got a little bit of a rub last year. So it was it was good. We got Togi Makabe and El Fantasma versus Sonari and Will Osprey. Uh, Ishi Tanahashi and Okada versus Tenzan Tongaloa and Tamatanga. Not defending their six-man tag team championship, and then for the a for the final night of a block, we got Yoda Suji versus Gabe Kidd, Ren Narita versus Kaido Kiyomiya, Sonata versus Chase Owens, in which Chase Owens delivers Sonata his first defeat, and the main event is Shota Umino and Hikaleo. And looking at this just now, I forgot to do the ceremonial reading of points which is uh, going to be important for discussing where everyone is in this tournament. So in the A block, uh, Sonata's got 10 points. He's, he's already in. 
With six points, we got Shota, Hikaleo, and Kaito Kiyomiya. And so these these three are the uh, front runners for who's gonna get uh who who's gonna be in second place here. Um and they'll they'll face they'll face Sonata, right? Um no, um it's uh the the first the first place of A block uh fights the uh fights the second place of D they they have it scattered so no one's in the in the same bracket. Oh, okay, okay. So it's uh I I don't know exactly what it is but it, it it's scattered so that there it, uh, the chances for a for a inner block rematch are slim. Okay. Uh and then with uh five points you got Gabe Kidd who's technically still alive but you know people have to people have to die in order for that to happen. Red Narita's got 4 points, uh, Yoda Suji's got 5 points. Uh, so he's kind of technically still alive. Chase Owens has four points. Ren and Chase are a hundred percent eliminated, and so that's what's kind of going on there. So Shota Umino versus Hikaleo. Uh, that's uh, well, that'll be a winner takes all main event there. Uh, Kaito Kiyomiya, on the other hand, ha- I'm I'm. I don't know. If Kaido beats Ren Narita, I think he has. I think he's got a tiebreaker over Shota. I can't remember, and no one wants to listen to me try to remember. I they, they I feel like they tussled like right at the beginning of the tournament though, so maybe I won't have to look very far. Ren Narita should owe me now. Nope, 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 nope. Okay, well, whatever. It's a. Uh, they didn't. They didn't have a draw, did they? Do you remember, Jake? I don't. God damn it. Bone Bone's got a better memory than I have, so it's that's usually what I need him around for. But after he gets smacked around by Eddie Kingston, oh wait, no, he's on Eddie's team. After he gets smacked around by you a little bit, I don't know. He might end up with some serious donkey brains, and then I don't know why he's going to be my co-host after that if I can't get him. <laughs> Recall who won what matches. Kaido Kiyomiya and Shota Umino drew. So, based on the uh, based on the points, <sighs> Shota Umino beating Hikaleo. Uh, if I I assume I assume Ren would win just to not complicate matters because if Shota yeah. if Shota beats or uh, if. If Shota beats Hikaleo, then he's in because they both have six points. So that'd be the that would be him winning the tiebreaker. But Kaido Kiyomiya, if he if he beats if he beats Ren Narita, he he would have he would have eight points. I mean, I suppose there's always the chance that Hikaleo could lose, but and then I think Kaido Kiyomiya has the tiebreaker over him or something. I'm not gonna go back and look for it. So. It's uh the straightforward answer is that Shota Umino beats Hikaleo and he takes second place, but it seems like the one Noah guy in the tournament, they might want to be like, hey, this guy's really high up in our company. Can he at least get to the uh quarterfinals? So Yeah, that makes sense. That's that's what we have to look forward to there. Meanwhile, uh that's uh, that's August 5th that's happening. 
I mean, watch that in the morning and then go to Kingdom of Wrestling at night. So you've got a you got a busy you got a busy day tomorrow. Sunday, August sixth is going to be the uh, last night of B Block action. Uh, we we start off the night and it's going to be just two guys, Doki and Sonata, versus Ryohei Oiwa and Kaido Kiyomiya in a match that Ryohei Oiwa loses for everybody. Which makes sense there. Ishii and Tanahashi are taking on Kosei Fujita and Mikey Nichols, in which Kosei Fujita will lose the match for everyone. Hiroshi Tenzan and Tamatanga are taking on Hanare and Cobb. Makabe and Kingston are taking on Owens and Finley. And it'll be a nice, decisive uh, win there for Finley. Bushi, Suji, Takagi, and Naito are taking on Dick Togo, Show, Big Juice, and Evil. And in the B-Block Finals, Yoshihashi and Kenta, both of whom are eliminated, Taichi vs. Great Okan, Okada vs. Tongaloa, Nell Phantasmo vs. Will Ospreay. And if Phantasmo beats Will Ospreay, then he you know, makes it in. But Ospreay's probably going to win. But it would be cool if El Phantasmo won. That's going to be a hell of a match. Yes. Uh, Points-wise... Taichi, his uh, Taichi's got Taichi's got six. I mean, he's if he uh, I don't remember who won between him and El Phantasmo, but it doesn't matter. Phantasmo. Usually, usually they tend to go for a more straightforward approach than uh, trying to be like, okay, you gotta you gotta keep up with what's going on here. Not everyone has, you know. That's what I should have used. There's a whole giant grid that has everyone's win and loss things on on the fucking page. That's how Bonesaw does it. He doesn't remember who fucking won. That's <laughs> son, son of a bitch. Okay, in the in the B block, Okada has ten points. Tongaloa's got six. Yoshiashi four. Taichi six. Osprey eight. Great Okan four. El Fantasmo six. Kenta four. In the C block, Tamatanga seven. Ishi two. Shingo. Seven points. Okay. Hanare, four. Mikey Nichols, four. Finlay, eight. Evil, eight. Eddie Kingston, eight. So that's going to get into some fun territory there. D-block. Tanahashi has got six points. Goto's got six points. Yano's got four. Naito's got eight. Coglin has four. Jeff Cobb has eight. Zack Sabre Jr. has eight. And Shane Haste has four. Seems like Naito is going to sneak in there. I don't know. We'll find out, though, I guess. Well, that's uh, uh, that's the end here. Uh, anything else? No, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to this weekend. I'm going to watch some uh, G1 in the morning and wrestle at night and smack the shit out of some people and watch some more of their X-Day. So. Yeah. So uh, keep, keep an eye on Kenta just to... I'm 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 pretty sure that the the trick to it is to hit him really hard, but yeah, you know, just watch just to just make sure. I might have to bust out that double stomp too. <laughs> just really send somebody to the hospital, honestly. Yeah, you you know, and you don't you don't you don't have to just double stomp them in the gut too. Like you know, if you want to target some knees or something, maybe just know, their head. It's, if if any of your opponents has a notoriously bad knees, you know, just double stomp them in the knees. And I think one of them might actually, yeah. Okay. I'm not sure. Yeah. I'll just think about it. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> uh, th- thanks for hopping on, Jake, man. I appreciate Absolutely. it. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, man. All right. I'm your host, Daniel Salorzno. Uh, Jake, say, say goodnight to the lovely people. Good night. And uh, I'm coming for you, Bone So. <laughs> Good night, everybody. General Slamhammer, Admiral Howe's fleet is advancing on the harbor. We need orders! Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of flow and tell, and I've kind of decided that this whole revolution thing, it's for the birds. Birds? Sir, how can you say that? Oh, easy. Because I'm a coward! Flow and tell is a treacherous manifesto, and if you listen to it, you are a traitor and a coward! A traitor and a coward! Don't forget dumb, Daniel. I am not Daniel, and you are not Bonesaw. Yeah. I mean, oh no. If you are a traitor and a coward, listen to Flow and Tell at JabroniU.com. If you are not a traitor and a coward, listen to Dude Jabroni Pro Wrestling at JabroniU.com.